Welcome to the Mad Hatter Tea Party that we call Fumble Through. Fumble Through. A podcast where all our friends are imaginary and the walls are padded with clouds. Come pull up a chair at the table of imagination deep in the bowels of the Fumble Factory where we make up stories based on dice rolls that we hope will entertain, perplex, befuddle and bemuse. If you could use a case of befuddlement. Well, we have a really cool Fumble, Fumble Role Players Guild. Fumble Through Role Players Guild. There it is, Fumble. Lindsay's back. Yep. <laughs> you know what to do by now. I would like to thank all of you who've gone on and did what Justin asked last week and shared us and promoted us. We are really, really grateful for all of the efforts you've put in. Quite humbled by the people that have stood up and shouted our names from the rooftops. The more of you that do that, the the more it makes me feel proud to be part of this community and doing what we do. Thank you, Fumble friends. <laughs> Once again, I sit here with Brett. Do you? Luke. <laughs> and the befuddled Lindsay. Hello. <laughs> doing the thing that gives that us joy. couldn't have been perf- more perfect responses <laughs> to our characters with Brett. Do you? Luke. <laughs> Lindsay. Uh, that's <laughs> This week, the Dicey questions have been rolling in hot. And if you have a Dicey question you'd like to discuss, hit us up and use the hashtag Dicey questions. This week, one of our favourites, Ashley, asks, if you had to use a memory from D&D or any other role-playing game to summon a Patronus from Harry Potter, what would it be? Do you remember? Luke, Luke you what don't- What the fuck? I did, what was that question again? You know the again? P- Patronus that he uses to protect him? He has a an animal. Essentially, think of it as a, a spirit animal that comes out to protect you, that, that all of your positive vibes yeah, and it's good summoned joy. from your happiest memory. So right. your happiest D and D memory. What was? Uh, there was that one time we cast silence on Justin's character. <laughs> actually, I think all my happiest moments have actually probably been at this game. The misfortune on Justin is probably the happiest I've ever been at a table when I turn a crit. It's fucking bullshit. There's about three times where it's been a crit and turned into a fumble. Uh huh. And that's just like orgasming. Like so orgasming, orgasming. <laughs> now explain your Patronus. Yeah, that is full of funk and wagnall. What's what's the thing that you summon then? If I don't want to, he summons Miss Fortune. It's a it's an old teacher of his. No, Miss Fortune is a League of Legends champion. Oh, really? Yeah, I got mine. Okay, what is it, Luke? My happiest memory was the the moment when we were in that haunted house on the Rose of the Rune Lords. My character was in Sora Sword. I jumped out of a window. And another character around the table was astute enough with the rules to know that they could cast Featherfall on me, which saved my character. That was a very good moment, it especially very- coming from that player who yeah. doesn't, who knows even less rules than you. <laughs> I cast Featherfall. He did the click. Yeah. Featherfall. Everyone was like, "What the fuck?" It's like he was yeah. pre-programmed. That, that'll work. That'll yeah. work. He's like he had all the pre-programmed moments for. Yep, that's it. Yep. Oh, prerequisites hit. Cast yep, Featherfall. That's it. Yeah. Done. Yep. And uh, and then he packed up, walked out. Yeah. That's it. Yep. So your Patronus then would be a feather, a bird. It's an animal. I've got a conjure. Yeah? Yep. Why don't, why don't you go first, Justin? I think I've got nothing. I think my happiest moment around a table is that time that I rolled above a 10. <laughs> One time. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> um, 
I think that my happiest moment around the table is it's certainly not moments where we're fighting and rolling dice and and numbers. They're interactions with characters and they're, they're moments where we can have that conversation. And one of them comes, Lindsay, I think during the middle of lockdown, you took us on a little journey as a GM and I played a turnip farmer <laughs> yeah. that was uh, a, a pretty fun character to play because all he did was try and sell everybody turnips all the time, even though uh, I'm, I can't even remember what character class, what he was. Well, the thing is about that one, I never got revealed because when you played it a couple of times, is he was a changeling, a shapeshifter. Oh, that's no, right. No one ever knew. Yeah. That was right. The The idea of him was that he was going to shapeshift away so he was a shapeshifter who would uh, essentially you would need a character he would disappear come back as a different class much like luke's character <laughs> right now except <laughs> no, he no, wouldn't I'm remember disappear, no. yeah, but he wouldn't remember that he's also the other character as well so he would be right. a couple you, of different classes based him off of that shop owner in avatar the brother the brother kept changing his hats and he's a different brother <laughs> doing different things yeah, yeah. the best moments that I have around this table are generally when we're doing stupid things, mostly when Mikey makes me laugh. He has the an unflinching ability to look at Luke and then the two, the <laughs> oh. two of them just piss themselves <laughs> laughing. Yeah, very much so. There are whole moments where at game tables you just look at someone and you'd raise your eyebrows and you, you both know, yep, we're both all in on this stupidity now. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. In or out of character. Yeah. Stupidity. Assembly. Yeah. So whatever it is, it's stupidity, I think, is my favourite. Like, you do a stupid thing, but go all in on that yep. thing. True, true. I love it, I love it, I love it. Uh, I would like uh, us to finish this segment by holding up our pencils and saying, expecto patronum. Let's see that. what comes about. One, two, three. Expecto, expecto patronum. No, fuck off. <laughs> Can we move past this train wreck now, please? <laughs> it's Ashley's train wreck. No, 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 Ashley's question was can, fine. We, we made it a train wreck. <laughs> can one of you give me a sock so I can leave, please? To your free house elf. I was, I was, I've been thinking about this murderer that we're investigating in this podcast, right? Yep. I've There's got, a murderer? I've got- um, yeah, shit. Reggie's. <laughs> I, I found these it's notes a, a while ago and I rewrote them again last week. Mm-hmm. Who done it? I've got Thundercrack, question mark. Black Ross guys. Question mark and Reg. <laughs> so they're oh, my yeah. three lead suspects. We're about to strike way Reggie to, off this suspect yeah, list. Right, yeah, unless I like travel back in time as a zombie. Way to play your character's intelligence there. Nice, nice. Who do you think might have might be the uh, the killer? I've no idea. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> I I don't think about things like that. What about you, Brett? Have you got an idea who the killer might be? You're the smarts. Everyone's a suspect. Everyone. I'm watching you all eagle eyes. Yeah, he says with a bomb in his head ready to throw it at you at any second. The best way to get rid of suspicion is to put it on someone else. <laughs> That's great. Don't touch me with that silver knife. So you find yourself standing in a room, two dead zombies on the floor. Reg is on the floor also three, three dead inert zombies. right no, no, no. Two now dead zombies, one with, a, with a large bite taken out of his, uh, his calf. You're looking around you at the moment and you can, for the first time while you're inside, you can see that the roof of this room actually rises up and it looks like there is a contraption in the top of that, like a cart that might be able to move up and down from this vantage point. Dumb, dumb waiter. Like a giant dumb waiter. So you, you, uh, you're there, you've got two dead 
dead, re-deaded corpses. Three. What is undead when they Three. die again? No, but two re-deaded corpses and one, and one newly one, deaded. One pre-corpse. Yeah, one yeah. pre-zombie. You've got a matter of seconds before Reg is probably going to turn into a zombie, so you probably want to cut one of his legs off. Oh, other leg, other leg. I'm just going to pull out a scroll and cast it on him. Flopsy pulls out a scroll, pricks his finger. As soon as you do that, Saloni's hand goes over the top of your hand and she kneels down over the top of Reg. And again, you see her mutter and you hear the word imide from her in a a French accent. Imide. I don't really know. (laughs) Don't even try. (laughs) Imide. La imide. (laughs) Je m'appelle imide. I am. You're imide. You hear the muttering and she mutters a prayer and you hear the word Imadei happen and again her hand shines uh, uh, with a little bit of a glow and she touches Reg just around the calf where the bite is and you see the bite close up as Reg, you are healed for four points. Oh, lovely. Flopsy's going to look at Saloni and do two things. He's, he's going to do a knowledge check on what she just cast mm-hmm. and how she cast it. Mm-hmm. Religion or spellcraft? Religion. That is a uh, 11 on a knowledge check. Mm-hmm. Some kind of religious healing spell. Healing stuff. <laughs> Religiously. Right. Yeah. And knowledge, like she worships Imidae and can cast spells from Yeah, You get the feeling from seeing that, that she's right. some type of worshipper of Imidae and she has a divine ability to heal. And then he's going to look at her and go, touch me not again. I was about to heal this man. What you've done has not raised him. This will do it. Pull out his scroll, prick his finger, rub some blood on uh, Reginald's head and cast from the scroll Infernal Healing. This is sacrilege. You get one point back around for the next minute. I'm already awake, by the way. Were you? Yeah, my eyes snapped open after she did the thing. Thank you. Crap. Well, then that doesn't <laughs> that make really sense. That really took the sting out of it. It really did. <laughs> hey, good question, though. That, that's an evil spell, right? No. That no. spell has a, the evil descriptor on it. It doesn't. He does. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. That oh, yeah. is an evil spell that Healing you just cast. And she would- You are communing with the evil spirits. Dor- no, no, Dory. He's not a demon. I thought that too. Flopsy. There was a long time where I thought I summoned him, but no- this is not good for you to cast this spell. If a good person does something evil, does that make them yes. evil? If an, an ev- evil act is an evil act. If an evil person does something good, is that not then good? Yes, a good act is a good act. So I've just done a good act using an evil thing. Does that not subvert the evil thing and Flopsy, make it good? It is not. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot justify this. This is. That is an evil spell. You radiated with evil. And she, you watch her and she casts a spell on you right now. And she says, you detect, you detect nothing of evil right now, but the taint is on you. This will change you forever. Be very wary of that spell. I will hold to my doctrine and you can hold to your stupidity. Don't worry about it. She looks around at you. So, so she shakes her head and she looks around at you, Miles, and she says, be wary of that. And she just walks off and you can see her, she'll mutter a prayer as she takes a little bit of distance away from there. She's not pushing the point. She takes a moment just to separate herself from you into that room and you can see her cast a little bit of a spell and she uh, she says a prayer and you can see that there is a, this is the first time I guess she's showing you that side of her that is very um, devout. Devout, yeah. So uh, I'm doing it for you, Miles. Re- Reginald. Um, do you mind standing there? Sonny doesn't like me healing you up. I'll just get some bombs out and um, 
undo what I've just done. She doesn't <laughs> like the healing, apparently. <laughs> too, too late, mate. I've just uh, um, I just wagged my wand twice. Do, do you need <laughs> Do you need some more? Uh, it, it, just good. time will get him where he needs to be. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That's only ten health, right? What's going on my leg, man? That's sore. What happened? Yeah, you got bitten by a by a zombie. Bitten? Yeah, you're getting by eaten. a zombie. Do, do I do, does Reg know anything about getting bitten by a zombie being a bad bad deal? It's not like it is in the movies in this game. Okay, cool, 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 cool. And so you find okay, Reg gets up, yeah, <laughs> and has a little look around the room. What else is there? So you find yourselves back in uh, in that area. Now you've got this cart. There is a lever on the floor um, that you think will bring the cart from above you down to the to the floor level. Reg, you are covered in grease at this point in time as well. It was ten hit points. That's enough for you. When did you give me ten? It's uh, infernal over healing 10. over a minute. Is ten. Yeah. Oh, points. okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. That takes me. That will take um, me up to almost. Yeah. And Salani will know if she casts a detect evil that he pings as evil while that's healing him. Oh, I know. I ping evil. You evil. do. How does yeah, that? Okay. How does that affect Reggie's clerical abilities? Out of curiosity, I'm unsure about that. Like, who, but you're the DM. You're meant to know everything. The, Justin. the gods haven't really figured that out yet. <laughs> They're very confused. The I guess who's your who's your god? Is it like changing Reg? cell providers? The tar- target detects as evil for the duration of the spell and can sense the evil of the magic, though this has no long term effect on the target's alignment. Yeah, they wouldn't like it. Like she certainly she has a distaste, and she would have said, looked at you, Miles, and she would have said, uh, "Be very wary of this. This is uh, this is bad blood." Okay, I mean, I don't know where my magics come from, and I don't seem to do bad things with them, so. Maybe it's the intent and not the the yeah. ori- origin. Yeah. The end to justify the means. We're okay. Carry on. So inside this room, you can see that cart that's above you. There's that mechanics. There's a lever on the floor um, that you can you can look at. Reg, you're you're covered in a bit of uh, grease from you know the, the mechanical sure. part of this is all covered, slathered in like a thick grease that keeps it. Uh, moving without grinding the gears and stuff. You can press to digitate that off very easily. Um, You also have that door to the north that you haven't explored and the door to the east, the one where you heard the voices behind, the murmuring. You couldn't hear what they said. A long way off, yes, yes, yes. We just let off another load of bombs, right? These were acid bombs, so they won't have gone boom. Oh, they just smash. 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 But you were screaming quite a lot. Yep. And the, the the sound of brains was quite loud. <laughs> there was one moment where you particularly loudly screamed, four! <laughs> That's true. It's true. It's like you were playing golf or something. I wonder if we should put these newly dead and undead in those vats out there, just in case, just to remember. No, 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 no. Last time we put something in that vat, it got bigger and worse. Let's not do that. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Can we light them on fire or something? Or? Oh, I... What did not we uh, throw them into the furnace? Yep, burn them up. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not nice, eh? Yeah, let's let's do that then. So we just pick up those zombies and chuck them in the fire. Yep. You so, dispatch the zombies' then, bodies. I don't think we pull that lever at the moment. I think we check these two doors first. And I think so too. This lever. <laughs> did you want to just quickly check for magic items? Sure, I'll do a detect magic, but while we do, can you tell me what your thoughts are, What what's going through your head, where we are, what's happened, what's ahead of us? Anyone? Anyone? i got no idea what's going on here. Some, as Salami would put it, a filthy dark magic by the sounds of it. Some things raising undead. I think we need to get to the bottom of that. I don't think the people in the city would be too happy with the fact that their meat is being made in a plant by zombies. 
True, yeah. true, true. What what I'm thinking about is we were attacked by skeletons, which were raised creatures, and now there are some more undead here, which are raised. Perhaps we are finding the nucleus of all the issues in this one point. I think we're coming to a hit, my friends. I hadn't thought of that, Bob. See, that's pretty pretty smart stuff. That's where it was part of the reason I'm here. I think I, I, I agree. Smarter I thought... than both of you. Uh, let's go to the east. The east door had voices. The other one did not. Should we yes, check the one correct. that didn't? Yes, correct. The northern door? Yep, let's do that The one. door to the north. Everyone. The north. The north. The north. So you head up to the door to the north. Who is going to be uh, leading that charge? Reg, again, are you taking Sure, I've just been healed up. Wait, 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 let's wait, wait, wait. Before we go, we have hit a lot of traps in this place already, be it zombie traps or stabby traps. Can we just check this door and make sure we're not going to open it? Was this a trap? Yeah. Was this a trap I just went through? Or were they just they zombie were trap? Just there. Were they there? Definite zombie trap. But they were there. They were there. I didn't see them. But it's not a trap. It's not, did I trigger something? You triggered zombies to attack me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they were there. Trap. Okay, fine. Just open the door. Fucking <laughs> go for it. I don't care. I take 10 foot back. Hey, I'm just playing my character. Right. Playing my character's intelligence score right here. Check for traps. And um, I wonder if. Can you check for traps? It, sure. Flopsy would like to check the door for traps. All right, Flopsy, make a perception check for me. Yep. And um, he'll disable device on that trap. Okay. But disable the device on the trap. Cool. There was a nine perception. Mm-hmm. And the trap is disabled. Okay. What did you roll on your disabled device? Eleven. You, ro- you genuinely looked at- It's a total of so eleven, yeah. you see Flopsy put his ear up against the door, start looking, and then starts looking at the- You know where the, the hinges are on the other side? You wouldn't see them from this side. And he starts really feeling around from that part. On an eleven of disabled device, Flopsy, you think you may have, as you press a button- Clicked in a trap, like Set stood it on a like stood on a mine, <laughs> and you're, you're like your finger stops, and he kind of looks at you with fear in his eyes, like Murtaugh sitting on a toilet right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Miles takes a ten foot step back, <laughs> and misfortunes him. <laughs> oh, this is the one for the day. Now, fl- now, Flopsy, he just cackles. <laughs> All of you, take a step back, please. Just take a step back. I have an idea. For, yep. If I put you to sleep, oh. you hit the floor quickly. Mm. So there's a chance you may avoid it. And if not- <laughs> And you'll be relaxed. You'll be asleep. It's really hard. <laughs> what more can you ask for? It's really hard to overcome a will save when one is asleep. Can we wedge, can can we wedge the trap different- thing in? Can I have a look? Can we- Wait, Reg, Reg okay. walks up and has a little look. So yep. can he wedge- Make a perception uh, check for be, me. Uh, that- before you do, Saloni, Miles, just step back. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, just, all right. Just, Everyone gather round while this explodes. <laughs> right. Saloni would move back. 29 on the perception. Flopsy's rolled so badly, he's pushed something in and he's like, <laughs> You muppet. <laughs> what? There's nothing there. It's a dodgy piece of wood. Just let it go. I'm not letting it go until you step back. Let it go. All I, right, then. I guidance him before he lets it go. Oh, and then step Bang. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He lets it go and just a soft bit of wood just springs back. I, I no trap, nothing like a- happens. Flopsy hits the floor in ninja preciseness. <laughs> oh, Thank Reg you, Reg still stood there. Yeah. You idiot. Now we can uh, head on through. But you do believe the door is unlocked. I've unlocked it. That button yeah. unlocked it. <laughs> All right, can I open it stealthily? Yeah, definitely. Just make a stealth check. Uh, 30 on the stealth check. 
Yeah, the door swings open with no uh, with no sound. Before you extend a corridor that ends in a dead end that you can see it's very dim towards the end here and it's also quite dark, you can just from the light of here catch the edge of a door and to the right you can see a T-intersection where the corridor extends. It does go further down but it ends in a dead end. There used to be something ornate there on the wall, you know, with that, the dirt outline of something ornate there, but it has recently been removed. Cool. It's on dead end quietly. Miles does hand signals to, to garage gun. Is he doing YMCA? <laughs> Everything you're doing is not podcast worthy. <laughs> yeah, Lindsay is still weird. waving his hands frantically at the table. <laughs> I think he cast a spell on this. <laughs> it's silence on himself, more He's like cast hideous laughter on himself. <laughs> it's at this time that you think, those of you that can't see in the dark, that you may need a light source to illuminate your way forward. Otherwise, you are going to be severely hindered. Tippy. Oh, torch. Oh, yeah. Cast light. Light cast. I'm happy to go forward if you want me to head up in the darkness and then you can well, we've, got, we've got light now. So you have I'll a 10-foot globe of I'll, yep, bright light and then another 10-foot of, we'll of light. So I need to know your marching order, please. What are you going to agree on? Reg. Miles. Flopsy. Saloni. Frenchie at the back. You move 15 foot into the corridor and on your left you have a doorway and to your right the corridor extends uh, down a fair bit more. Just make a perception as you get to this door. Gee, I'm holding pretty good on my perceptions. 29. Reg. I got the poop, poop, poop. I got a poopy poop, poop. 27. 27. 17. 17. Those of you that got above 18. (laughs) (laughs) can see that just from the under the crack of the door you can you can see a little bit of uh i guess it's cold you know like the the smoke from frost that emanates it just dry ice yeah like dry ice it just rolls from under the crack of the door it doesn't roll very far you just get the faint idea of it but definitely uh you can see that something might be cold on the other side of this door Definitely someone's rehearsing Phantom of the Offer. 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 The Offer. Phantom of the Offer. It's the Rocky Horror Show. You know. So oh, we think it's just the chill room, right? Where they pack and well, keep the meats for long. Shall we check? You want me to check for traps again? Yeah. Yeah. By all means, do it's that. It's worked so well. Let's do that. Perception check. 14. You don't see a trap in sight. In, <laughs> in the same way that you guys let Flopsy do the talking. You're also letting Flopsy check for traps. Well, you don't have a rogue in your party, do you? No, no, I haven't got, no, anyone, I haven't got one of those yet. You don't have, yeah. Does anyone actually have disabled device? Yeah, I do. you, Flopsy? So, Flopsy, this is your wheelhouse. Finding traps, no good. Disabling them, maybe. No good. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but better than everybody else's. Uh-huh. So, you don't see a trap. You don't divine that there is a trap on this door at all. Is this a wooden door? It is a wooden door with metal bands on it. Are we going in? Are we We'll do this quietly there, Rachel. Does it seem locked? Is it locked? Can I try the door? Is it locked? As, as soon as you put your hand on the door. It's it, cold? It is really cold. Do you want me to do it? Have you got cold resistance? Oh, cool. Flopsy will slowly and quietly open the door. Be quiet, slowly shut up. The door opens, revealing a room that is a chill. A chill f- flows almost over you, like you're opening the a cold room. If you've ever opened a cold room before, that whole wave and a... a, a swirl of frost comes towards you a deep numbing chill permeates this entire chamber Uh, the light that you see reveals 
almost something that is empty. There's almost nothing there except you, even from where you are, you can see that there is simple and functional uh, living quarters, I guess is the best way to talk about it. There's so it's a, a bedroom. There's a pair of chairs in there. There's a simple table on either side of the chairs. And even from the doorway, you can see a bunk with a small dresser table that is next to it. Yes, this would absolutely make sense. If you were undead, you would uh, rot in the heat. You'd want somewhere cold to sleep to keep your body preserved, of course. Let's detect magic around this room, shall we? What Maybe. a cool bedroom. There's no one in here, right? <laughs> Well done. Well done. No, there is no there is no living creature. There's no, no living creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a vampire, right? Yeah. No, you don't you don't see any uh, creatures in here. Um, you move in to detect magic. Yes. Okay. You get inside of the door. Flopsy, just make a perception check for me, please, as you're detecting magic. Fifteen. And. You're all sort of moving into the room to have a search. Flopsy, you've detected magic. As soon as you detect magic, can you just make a perception check for me, please? Okay, no problem. 15. You notice just as your foot hits a trigger, it depresses into the floor and you you are not quick enough at that point in time to stop as... The entire 10-foot panel that everybody's standing on just inside the door starts to rise at a rapid rate. Everybody make a reflex save for me to see if you can avoid Why are you going to do me like this, Justin? Oh, I just rolled for Saloni, and that is not good at all. Oh, this is bad. This is really bad. Miles, what did you get? 14. Ooh, not enough. Miles, what did you get, Reg? Can you fail one of these? You can definitely fail one like, of these. As in, like, there's a one fail It's fail. a save, a natural yeah, one. Yeah, so I rolled a one. Okay, you fail also, and Flopsy. 17. Flopsy, as your foot comes up, you're the only one alert enough that you uh, jump- you the fucking trap, that's why, right? Jump out of the way as the 10-foot floor section just in front of the door springs upward like a giant spring straight towards the roof. It launches every person standing on it all the way up 20 foot into the air, hitting the ceiling of the roof, which does a little bit of damage to them. And then they all come falling down. So here's a question. Because mm-hmm. I'm like half of everybody else's height. You go even further because you're lighter. But I'm, you on get the same, I'm on the same panel. If we're all stood on the same thing <laughs> yeah. and it goes up, it uh-huh. stops at the highest person. Okay. Right? Have you ever been on the other side of a seesaw with a small child? Like if you jump on a seesaw with a small child, they're going to surely, fly in the air. Surely then you're I get another reflex save. I should get another reflex save if I lift up for something else going No, on. you fly even harder. This is bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. This is heightest. Someone else should have made a perception check. He's rolling a lot of dice, though. I am rolling a lot of dice. You guys are extremely lucky that I roll shit. You each take seven points of damage as you hit the roof. Boom. One point of damage. You hit the floor. Another six points of damage. Okay. Can I just say that was 3d6? That was a possible 18 that could, points of damage it that could have Averages happened. at nine. You did pretty well. Flopsy save. And boom. You see them launch on the floor and this bit of uh, floor just sits a little bit on the top and you can see that the reset for this is somebody has to push it down and crank it down to the uh, floor again. Flopsy save. Does he take all seven points of damage? 
No, Flopsy takes no damage. Yeah, Flopsy, Flopsy sets the trap, steps off it like wow. Mr. Magoo, and the entire panel <laughs> behind him just goes, doink, oh. into the ceiling. What, you didn't see that? Uh, uh, oh. You guys got to be careful back there. Come on now, be quiet. I'm trying to do this quietly. Shh. Do you have any of that healing left, Reg? Sure. Don't even come near me, Flopsy. Six points. Six points. Did you burst or did you no, I cast used the, wand. the spell? Oh, you used the wand? Oh, one day not. Yeah, one ones would be good. What about two? Six for you as well. Excellent. Please, sir, can I have another? <laughs> can I do a heel check on him? Yep. What's the matter with you? How are you looking? I'm not that bad anymore, but I'm just, you know. So you're lying on the floor. It's cold. Unfortunately, Miles, your tongue sticks to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get off. Like the wet bandit you are. Saloni <laughs> <laughs> so stands up, you heal uh, up, and you are left in the room to your own devices. Flopsy, nothing glows magical in here. Let's do a, search, a quick, quiet search of the room, shall we? Mm-hmm. Just make a perception check as you search around the room. 20 for Reg. Five. Fifteen. You look around this room and the the table and the chairs are very functional. The bed is neatly made, you know, hospital corners, very neatly attired. There is one pillow on there that doesn't seem to have a lot of uh, comfort to it. The bed is quite hard and you open the dresses. Inside the dresses, you find a very simple tunic, a very simple pair of pants and some small clothes that uh, mm. that are very functional clothes that you would find uh, for a commoner. What size? Human size. Okay. Yeah, Male me- or female? Medium. Uh, they're, they're that kind of closet that you couldn't tell. It's, the, it's a, a tunic that could either be male or female, depending on if you wore it on the shoulder or off the shoulder. Why protect all of this crap with an elaborate trap like that? That is a very good point. I'm good at them. Maybe there's uh, something else in here. Can we, like, I once read this spy novel as a kid where those secret walls... That they used to escape from castles on. We should check for secret walls and doors then. Mm. Let's do that. Let's do that. Ooh, 19 on searching for secret doors. Ooh, not that. <laughs> I'm not even anywhere near that. You find zero. Like There's no sign of any kind of secret door or secret. Now, Miles, you you did a circumnavigation around this room. Mm-hmm. And remember you saw a wi- uh, room with windows that were boarded up or blocked up that yep. you couldn't see in? These look like they were those windows. Okay. So, so you think you're on an external wall of the house. So no external light. Keep it cold. Can I do a check to see what kind of creature that it, in that habitat might be useful for? Thinking vampire. It certainly uh, certainly tracks for a vampire, although okay. you haven't really heard that vampires like cold. You, you're thinking more polar bear, penguin. <laughs> um, Besides, vampires live on the waterfront. It's true. That's true. Yes, yeah. That's what Jack t- did tell us. Yes, yes, yes. Any other creatures that might be useful here, apart from those in the very angry bear books? The only indication human you have size is creature with human, human size clothes. bed in a cold mm, room. Mm, That's mm, all you got. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, you, know, you never know. And, Maybe it's a burn victim. And where's the cold? <laughs> Maybe it's someone with a fever. Night fever. Where's the cold coming from? You think that the cold is actually emanating from beneath the floor? All right. Well, if there's nothing else to check here, let's check the uh, other cor- the other door. Should we reset this trap? What for? 
So does no, no one knows we're not here? They're going nowhere here with the dead no, bodies and the dead zombies and the bombs, the goblins yeah, hanging up and the stuff. But maybe they're like, oh no, what about my stuff? And run in to check the place and forget to check about their own trap. <laughs> my cabbages. Sure. Press down on the floor. Go <laughs> ahead. You reset the o- trap? I'll be over here while you do that. <laughs> Gotta go listen at that other door while he's sorting out his. Do you have a disabled device ability no, there, Miles? Trap fixation. No. He's enabling the Yeah, device, you're not he? really sure how to uh, disable or re-reenact, other than you kind of push down on it, but you think there might be a mechanism that you have to press before it releases and then you can push down on it, but it's, it's, it's a, a button a bit on beyond. the door to the north that will. I mess up the pillow in, in anger as I leave. <laughs> Short sheet it. Just cut it. Yeah. yeah, just nice through the pillow, send a message. Just in the corner. Right. So you find yourselves outside in back in the corridor. You are looking down this T intersection that was to the right from where you began, and you see two doors about 15 foot in, one to the right and one to the left. They are both uh, very similar to each other, and they give you no indication that they're of anything beyond them. Should we, before we go further, check out that what thing was removed, see if we can tell anything about that? Sure. Well, the I'll go. Where the, yeah. I'll yeah. go then? Yeah. Yeah. I'll go down and check out that patch of dirt at the end. I think you said that was a... Sure. Yep. What do I see down there? Just make a perception check. 16. You think that there was maybe like, yeah, people keep ornate suits of armor or shields and swords or mm. something along those lines. There was some type of decorative item that's on here that's recently been removed from the wall itself. As you're looking around, you kind of look at all of the walls and you can see nails in the in parts of the walls where pictures might have been hanging and you see all of it's kind of been removed recently. Tapestries? Uh, no tapestries. Everything is gone. There is nothing. But does like, it look like these could be tapestries on there, the walls? There could have been. or Whatever was ornate around here seems to have been gone. They're liquidating all, their, liquidating all their goods. Okay. Have, have a listen at those two doors down there. All right, you move to the door. Which one are you going to listen to first? The north one. The one to the north? Um, just make a stealth check as you are moving up there for me, please. I'm assuming you're moving quietly. 24 for Little Rage. Nine for Miles. 20 for Flopsy. Yeah, Miles kind of stomps up the corridor a little bit. Can you just roll for Saloni as well, please, Miles? With your rolling, Lindsay, I'm, I'm going to enjoy this. 11. Yeah, she's a bit quieter than you are, actually. So, quiet boy. Miles kind of stomps a little bit up up the wall, and he kind of scrapes. He kind of scrapes against one of the walls. Weirdly, the uh, the yeah, Tippy kind of <laughs> moves up in your jam. And you're like, oh, Tippy. <laughs> um, give me a perception check at, while you are at the door. Twenty for Rich. Excellent. What about you, Flopsy? What what? What are you talking about? <laughs> Flopsy's knocking. He's quiet. He's just not noticing. He's concentrating uh, all his energy on being quiet. Reg, I'm assuming. Oh, sorry, Miles. I'm assuming you're listening at the door as well. Yeah, if I can, if we can all get there in that space. Yep, the three of you can fit. Fifteen. It's like the Three Stooges. I imagine two of you are at the floor and one of you's at the top. It's like the Friends cup, episode where with they a cup on the door. Stick the head through the door frame. Yeah. So if you rolled above an eighteen you can hear the sound of voices from the other side of this room. This is where those voices were coming from. Um, even from where you're, you're listening, with your roles there, Reg, you can hear a female voice say, 
Oh, Supreme Chieftain, have I not served you well? In preparations for Skelsgig's arrival, we have sown chaos in the watch. We have provided nourishment for your servant, so he may ascend to his true form, and we have stolen the artifact you desire. A gruff voice answers back. You grow impatient like a human, Tilly. All things come in time, and when it is right, you will become the bride of Hadragash. Until then, you will stay and see that Skelsgig is fed and his nourishment continues. As for the tapestry, you shall keep that well hidden and safe. That ghoul, the devourer of reason, says that his master will collect it when all the pieces are found. Stay the course, sow chaos in the city, and create the opening that we need to access the Blackross Museum. Once inside, we must search the former home of Ralzeros for the answers that we seek. At that point, you also hear, Stop! What was that? As at that moment is when Miles's stealth check fails him <laughs> and he knocks against the door. You can hear preparations happen and you can hear the sound of maybe a spell being cast on the other side of the door with your astute hearing for a half-elf. And to find out what that spell is, we'll try it next time. No! Oh. Come on! Can I, before we do, do, do I recognise the female's voice? Nope. Gotta kick the door open and show our badges. You did badge, didn't you? Cool, cool, cool. Some new names. Some, uh, 